The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Welcome back to Uber Sync, everybody. The boys are back in town. We got the tall one. We got the ginger one. We got the wet one. We're back, baby. We're here. We got more episodes coming at you. Season two. Um, we're a little looser this time around, but the boys are back in town, ready for your top fives once more. Um, mm, what, are you, what are you doing? I'm podcasting. We said we were going to come back bigger and better than ever. Oh, sorry. I'm podcasting. Is that you are making a fool out of this ruckus? Mm, I'm sorry. I've lost. Sorry, we've been off for over a month. I lost my. I lost my verve. I lost my swerve. Should I put the chips away? Is that what you're asking me to do? Yes. Okay. Hold on. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'm so sorry. But guys, we're back. <laughs> take, we are back. Take this game show seriously. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we're back. It's Uber Cinco, everyone. So happy to be back. I fueled up. I got my brewski. I got my honey Dijon crispy chips. And I am ready to roll. I'm, I'm ready to throw down. Who's the uh, Who's the game today? Who's the game? What's the game today? With the game. Holy Toledo, it has been too long since I have sat in this seat. And I have to say, the memory foam remembers my cheeks well. Welcome back to the Den Uber Sinkies. And boy, does it feel good to know that your ear holes have once again been satisfied by our pontificating ways. Yes, we've been in a little hibernation state and we do apologize for that. But life happens. Mitch packed up and shipped out to new living quarters. I was on the road for a few weeks shooting and editing some projects and Nathan killed a guy. So needless to say, <laughs> we were a little busy. But as always, guten tag and bienvenidos. And you guessed it, I'm sitting in the host chair today while our familiar favorites, familiar favorites reveal their top five celebrities they wish they had as grandparents. Oh boy, first up, it's Mr. Carpet Matches the Drapes himself, our resident fire crotch, Mitch Brinkman. Welcome back, good sir. How are you? Thank you so much, Nathan. I got one piece of advice for you. Lime. Lime really gets that body smell out of the grave. So, um, yeah. I, I was going to chastise Brian for letting my dirty little secret out <laughs> in a public forum that this would blow my cover, but then I looked at our listing figures and I thought, oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> Your secret is safe with them. Karen, Karen, don't call the cops on Nathan, okay? Please don't. Don't do that. Thank you. Oh, man. And challenging our lover of horses is someone I don't recognize. Oh, my God. It's fresh from a trim job. Nathan Hennenfent in an immaculate three centimeters removed. Take off the glasses, Clark Kent, and reveal yourself. Welcome. Yes, thank you. I did. I just got a haircut moments ago, and my hair is just... It looks very nice. It looks healthy. It does look good. It's still several inches past my shoulder but uh shout out to my friend sadie who makes me now look presentable at least for the next 24 hours and then i will go another year of looking like a homeless man <laughs> as i discuss on the walk back over here oh, i did tell nathan it is possible to get one more than every decade and even more possible <laughs> every 12 months it is doable you can technically do that uh when was the last time your hair was above your shoulders i think 2013 2014, maybe. Wow. Okay. Wow. I mean, if you need to get another one, you can take it out of petty cash. We'll allow <laughs> we'll it. Um, uh, and if all of you out there want to get blown to the moon, head on over to ubersinko.com to listen and watch this 
and any other fine episode. Just kidding. You can only listen to this one. But we thank you for your submissions for upcoming topics as they keep us honest. Now, we've been gone for a while, and I know most of you know how all this works by now, but if you're new, the two contestants you just heard from are going head-to-head, and I will be judging their selections accordingly. If both have the same answer on their list, well, we have what is called an Uber stare-down, where only one may snag all three points for that answer, while the other gets a big fat zero. But a zero, of course, is not a death sentence here, because as host, I get to institute a house rule for today's game. Bonus points to anyone who mentions my hopeful celebrity grandparent of mystery that I have on my little piece of paper here will get an extra five points at the end of the game. But all of you don't forget to stick with us until the end of the show where I, Brian Ernst, will list off my fast five out of context Bruce Springsteen lyrics that make me do a double take. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I can't wait for that one. All right. We had a pre-show sword fight in the bathroom, and although Mitch's was more powerful, Nathan's flow lasted longer, crowning him the victor. And to the victor goes the grand parental spoils. So, Nathan, who will you be spoiled by first? Oh, this, uh, this guy has been a surrogate grandfather to me since I was six years old. Uh, Neil Young. Oh, now, Neil yeah. Young did a great career move by sounding and singing about being an old man when he was 24. <laughs> and now that he's pushing 80, he sounds exactly the same and is covering all the same thematic material. <laughs> he's been very consistent. Would you say he's looked at his life? <laughs> he has looked at his life. He is a lot like you and a lot like me. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember... Is his heart heavier? Or has it changed <laughs> in some sort of alchemy in some way? He's just the same whimsical, wistful, mournful old man that he always has been. He's seems like the kind of guy who you drive out to his farm with a six-pack and you sit on the porch and he, he tells you some story of some far-off lost love and these <laughs> lessons he learned and uh, then he just gets a glassy look in his eye and stares out over the cornfield and gives out a heavy sigh and you feel like you're a wiser man for the experience. But I, I remember quite clearly the first time I heard Neil Young, there was uh, in 1992 album Harvest Moon, which still is my favorite mm-hmm. Neil Young album out great of one. his many great ones. Yeah. But my dad got the cassette tape of that. No shit. Yeah. And mm. this was, I like, I remember I would be like, I was five or six years old right when that album came out. And my dad would come home from work and he'd be getting out of his suit and, you know, getting ready just for the evening and winding down. And he would be listening to that album. And I remember it. And uh, yeah, it was just and this is a little little sentimental. But uh, he my mom was uh, like just downstairs or there was like a little landing and she was there. So she was in earshot and my dad knew fully what he was doing. But he was like, Nathan, you know, this song Harvest, it was Harvest Moon. I'm still in love with you on this harvest moon. Like that line played. And he was like, Nathan, did you know that this song reminds me of your mom? And like, she could obviously hear him. And she was like, Oh, it was, it was a a very sweet memory from my childhood. But uh, yeah, Neil Young is, uh, he's been a grandfather figure to me. I still, uh, I still love listening to his music. I saw him once in 2007 with friend of the show, Steve Moore. It was a great evening. We, uh, we both teared up a little when he played after gold rush, just him on the, grand piano um yeah i don't know what else to say about him he's a he's a great man uh gen z a cassette tape is a little plastic iphone that you would insert in your car radio (laughs) to listen to the music 
uh, just so you're following along. So Neil Young is somebody that I never really listened to much growing up. His, his voice never really attracted me as much as I wanted it to. So I kind of compare Neil Young to the Clone Wars, Star Wars animated series. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> Listen to this. Like everyone tells you it's the best thing that's ever been made but just its style doesn't get you in the door. Like the look of Clone Wars makes me not want to watch it. And just kind of like Neil Vo- Neil Young's voice took me a long time to get over that barrier and into it. But obviously he's amazing. It, it is. I, I understand if being an acquired taste because it's a very whiny voice, to be yes. honest. But, yes. but the Clone Wars is great. I just started watching it recently. <laughs> it's really good. But the reason I haven't is like that the animation style is not very inviting to me. So it's taken me a while to get over that. But now that I have... Some of the best Star Wars storytelling that's out there. It is. I was I watched after watching that, and then I just finished Obi Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. uh, two days ago. It's, if we could just erase the prequel movies and just do the Clone Wars and the Obi Wan series, fucking fantastic! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no disappointment. We'll do a full review uh, next episode. Uh, Mitch, when's the last time you saw a Star Wars movie in theater? Uh, it's, I, I, I saw the one with the with the English girl in it. <laughs> Rogue One. Bro, uh, I think he's talking about Force Awakens. There we go. Yeah, that yes. one. I also saw Rogue One. I like that one because it didn't have any of the other Star Wars bullshit in it or whatever. It was just like its own story or something, you know. Star Wars bullshit? <laughs> you know, it wasn't like, oh, we got to do the the quest, you know, that Luke goes on or whatever. Because The Force Awakens is just a new hope over again. Which I, agree is, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Just some new plastic people in it. Um, I, I loathe the sequel trilogy, I hate to say. I was very, I was more disappointed in that than the prequels. We're, wow, we've gone a long way from Neil Young. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, brought, I brought in the Star Wars bridge. That is that is my fault. I was going to say, how come no one's tried to sing Old Man and really emulate a, a Neil Young classic? Because we don't have the budget for the clearance rights. Old man, take a look at my life. Right, that, that's, that's pretty good. That's not bad. <coughs> that's our that's our limit. How much we could play? Take but. a look. You know, and, and you, you know what I know about that song. Well, you know, I know about that song is that it is about the guy that takes care of Neil Young's farm that he bought when he made a bunch of money. That's true. That is true. It's, it, yeah. it's about the caretaker. Yeah, what, he was you're like okay. He was right. he was 24 years old, and he bought an enormous ranch in California. Yeah. Can you imagine? And even though he was a successful musician yes, I at that point. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think it's Mitch's dream. He's a horse lover. 24. He'd, he'd been, he'd had like a four year career. Like, can you do anything for four years now and make enough money to buy okay. a ranch? To be fair, in the 70s, the dollar went a lot farther, you know? <laughs> You weren't yeah. spending six bucks, you know, uh, on a gallon of gas. It was but, like, but you do know who his neighbor cents. is up there in uh, Northern California. Howard Stern, George Lucas, creator of Star Wars. Which also George Lucas's ranch is on the other side of the of the fault line. He did that on purpose. Um, oh, smart man for when the aliens come and the world breaks apart. That's that's what he. That's why he put Skywalker Ranch there. So well, the more you know, folks. Yeah. Also, can I just say, why not name it Solo Ranch? Because Skywalker is so much cooler. But Han Solo is so much cooler. But it's the Skywalker story. Han Solo's cooler. I'm not denying it. He is the cooler guy. He's also older. That's true. We're also debating kids movies, ladies and gentlemen. These are for kids. Kids (laughs) movies. All right. Number five. What do you have to go up against uh, grandparent Neil Young? Dude, mine's going to blow Neil Young out of the water. And that is, um, this is not a regular grandfather to me. This is a this is a great granddaddy to me. And that is Justin Bieber. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wait, wait. Let me check. 
No stare down on that one. Okay, hey, please. No stare down, yeah. Okay, yes. Um, and I think that because he's already seen it all, you know, like he is gone to every corner of the world he's been touched groped and slapped by by hordes of kids you know and and adoring fans um he just doesn't seem to like give a crap anymore um and he enjoys he somehow enjoys success every time he tries something um and also part of it too is he's canadian oh you know so, just like neil young ex- ah. ex- just like neil young yeah um which i i I hate to admit I didn't know Neil Young was Canadian until about 2012, probably. So I referred to him as one of the great American, you know, yada, yada, yadas. And people are like, mm. he does feel pretty his, American. Yeah, his, his yeah. style is very much Americana. But. Yeah. Well, not his vegetable oil car. That that, that feels a little a little uh, out of left field, <laughs> like some Hawaii shit or something. But um, and, and Hawaii, as we know, is not part of America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm... I'm an original contiguous myself, so I... He's a contiguous. I'm contiguous, I am. I believe in the 48. I believe in that, okay? Hawaii is, Hawaii is a vacation for, for relaxing. Alaska is vacation for adventure. And no, but those are, those are not really part of the U.S. I'm sorry, but like... Did you know my mother has been to 48 states? Well, she, now I do. She hasn't, she As, hasn't been to Alaska or... Hawaii. Oregon. <laughs> That's true. She somehow missed Oregon. Uh, um, I guess that makes Jenny Mrs. Contiguous because she has been to all lower 48. Okay, yeah. So, so uh, she yeah. knows what I'm talking about. She knows yeah. what you're talking about. I'm a contiguous and I will not budge off that off that platform. <laughs> um, but also, just like any very respectable great-grandfather who's lived a full life, Bieber also has an autoimmune disease. You know, yeah, he's uh, Ramsey Hunt syndrome. I don't know what it does. I, I don't know if he's going to be fine. He, Paralyzes his face. Okay, so that makes sense then for a great granddad. You know, he's he's had a war injury or something. He can't like move part of his mouth, <laughs> and so you just know like granddad doesn't smile with that with that part of his mouth. So I think this this works perfectly as a great grandfather. Also, Justin Bieber dresses like great grandfathers where he like just doesn't give a shit either. It's like <laughs> whatever's most comfy, it's going to keep my my legs warm and my core, you know, uh, uh, fancy free and loose. Uh, did you did you ever know any of your great grandparents? I met them when I was a, a tiny child and I have exact memories of them. Yeah, so no, 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 I don't no, I don't remember that at all. Yes, yeah, so I'm great died when I was 11 years old at 101 years old. Really? Yes, oh. she did. Yes, I, 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 I knew one. She lived into her 90s, but mine went. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I do have a memory of meeting my great grandmother, uh, Pierce Scala is her last name. I don't remember her first name, but. Um, Her last name is Pierscala. Pierscala, yeah. That's amazing. Was she, was she a Viking warlord? I thought Mitch won with the family name Dickhouse, but Pierscala <laughs> yeah. is pretty impressive. Pierscala is my is my my mom's or my dad's mother's maiden name. I think it's P I E R S K U L L A, maybe something like that. Yeah. Ubersinko brought to you by Ancestry.com. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what else you got? Um, and then also, of course, Justin Bieber. At any point, he can always call Alec Baldwin and get him over to the house. Because he's married to Alec Baldwin's daughter. Oh. So that's also another bonus. You get like great granddaddy's friend who's like comes over and he's like probably has a bottle of scotch or something. You know, uh, he's got some great showbiz stories. 
Yeah, and talks like that. Yeah, so it's like it's a bonus grandfather figure as well. And um, did I mention he's Canadian? I said that. Yep. And but just in general too, like he can sing, which you always want a grandfather that can sing, uh, and he can sing better than Neil Young. We know that. Um, so <laughs> I think he would knock it out of the park as a, as a great granddad. So as a great granddad, but with yeah. as we know, specificity is the name of this game, and we did it not specify grandparents or great grandparents. That's true. So Mitchell, I will allow it. Thank you very much. That is fair. I need to score this round before we move on to our number fours. Uh, Nathan, three points for Mitchell. Sorry. You're getting two points for that. Oh, come on. <laughs> Nathan, you will get three points for Neil Young. All right. All right. Moving on to our number. Which you, you've shot yourself in the foot, you little stinker. He didn't even try and sing a Neil Young song. <laughs> Don't make me take away it, but that's the real reason I took away a point from Mitch is because he did sing. Can we, so, can we also maybe say, like, what candy do they have waiting for you at the house? What is it? Go for it. Oh, Justin Bieber, it's for sure uh, giant atomic suck balls or whatever else. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Giant atomic suck balls. Whatever those were called. Right? Uh, atomic warheads. Warheads. Or the, the they were, breakers. They were called warheads, not suck balls. <laughs> for the record. As a child, you could never suck that thing down in hey, one. Granddad, get everybody have suck balls. Dance. The sour ones, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, I'd have to wrap mine up and put it away for, you know, a suck another day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a contiguous post suck. That's <laughs> what Mitch is waiting for. All right, number four, Nathan. What do you have? Who is your number four spoil on the list? The late, the great, George Carlin. Oh my God! I don't, dance I don't have real, to dance Nathan, because we're dance. not on video for this episode. <laughs> oh, I don't have bullshit. to dance. Bullshit. I danced anyway. All right. I call that a stare down because who do you have as your number four, Mitchell? I have another um, old d- decrepit comedian, Bill Burr. So. <laughs> He's old and decrepit? <laughs> I mean, sure. And Bill Burr, of course, is in The Mandalorian, the Star Wars connections <laughs> <laughs> continue. <laughs> You're not wrong. You said it first with George Carlin. Why is George Carlin your grandpappy? Uh, George Carlin would be the coolest grandpa. This would be like your parents do such. They're trying so hard to raise you. They're trying to raise you right. Teach you how to respect authority. Have respect for your teachers. Uh, They take you to church. They're making you follow the rules. And then Grandpa George Carlin at family gatherings pulls you aside. Let you have your first beer and says, you don't have to listen to a goddamn word anybody is telling you ever. <laughs> because that is was basically his message was think for yourself. Yes. And this is why he would be the coolest family member, because he would he would open the door like, hey, everything that you're fed as a kid, everything that you're told, you can question it. That is OK. You can make up your own mind about things um, in the year. I think it was. The year two thousand eight, I um, I was I was uh, I had a girlfriend, and wow. then Good for you. and then we and then we we broke up. But I had stayed I had stayed at DePaul for the summer, taking one class and giving like two campus tours because I'm like I'm gonna stay in in Chicago and hang out with my girlfriend. And then she broke up with me, and so <laughs> so I was just I was just up there, sitting in my apartment, staring at the wall, and uh, I went down a deep George Carlin dive. And it, it's strange because he has such a pessimistic outlook on the world, but it somehow was comforting to me, even though I was kind of depressed. But it was just like, 
oh, like I can, I can think for myself. I can be okay. I was 22 years old. It was kind of the right age to hear a lot of this stuff. And he made me laugh when I was really depressed because he is, of course, hilarious. Um, but yeah. And then he, of course, died in 2008 while I was like right in the middle of this deep dive. And I was like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's the other thing about grandparents is they all die. So yeah. uh, what's your favorite bit from Grandpa Carlin? Uh, the Modern Man, the poem that he did in 2005. I'm a modern man, a man for the millennium, digital and smoke free. And then it's, yes. he goes, he uses all of the um, just so many metaphors and jargon that was popular at the time. Yes. And he goes on and on and on. And he's parodying it because he hated language like that, but he finds a way to make it funny and entertaining. It's a really beautiful piece. And I was uh, at a casting session at DePaul where. Mm. You know, were you casting this, or, or, or were you on the couch yourself? <laughs> we were. It was all the DePaul digital cinema majors. It was like an open casting call for One people who wanted pile? to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people who wanted to be in student films, you know, like. Yeah. And, and so they would like call people in and they would do a monologue and we would all be yes. like, you know, we want them or we don't. And there was uh, somebody didn't show up. And so there was like five minutes where we were just kind of waiting and so I just stood up and I did that entire monologue because I had it memorized at the time. And uh, I got a round of applause. And, oh. and a lot what of What were you pe- casting? <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> casting anything. Oh. Only things that I was making myself. Oh. But- <laughs> <laughs> well, as we've learned from Pornhub, you don't need more than one person to be successful. That's true. <laughs> uh, can I add, I also went to one of those casting sessions. Yes. Uh, I had a wonderful time on the couch. Uh, <laughs> and I did, my monologue was the, was the nut monologue from uh, Best in Show. Yes. And uh, I got cast in four projects. So There you go. Thank you very much. Way to rub it in his face. Uh, I think if I have to choose a George Carlin bit, I think I, uh, one of his cleanest ones, which is the uh, describing the militarism of football by comparing it to baseball. That was was one of my favorites. Mm. The first time I ever saw that was in line at Six Flags and it was playing on the video. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Like they had video screens because it's like, you're going to wait two and a half hours to ride Batman the Ride, which takes 45 seconds. God. Here's some George Carlin. I don't know. That was <laughs> that was where I saw it. He would be so against that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is really funny. Uh, all right, uh-huh. Mitch, you have Bill Burr going up yeah. against George Carlin. This is a pretty big uh, hill to climb as Mr. Burr is a fan of Carlin himself. So why is Burr a better grandparent? Well, um, number one, he's alive still. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And also, for me personally, he also shares the same hair color. Okay. We love that. He doesn't have much hair, though. Uh, That is true. That is true. Um, I also like him because... Uh, again, this is this is for me personally. Uh, he thinks um, sports are rigged, and he c- complains about the refs a lot, which I love doing I'm that. Sure you do. Uh, when I watch basketball, I DVR it, and I go back often. I love the 15 seconds back button, and I'll and I'll say to Danny or whoever is in the room, or just uh, to the to air, the whatever wall is listening. Yeah, and I'll be like, "Did you? That's traveling. That is an absolute travel, and that ref did not call it because he wants the Nets to score another bucket so then they can win this game, and then you know, yada yada yada. Um, you know, sports." Can conspiracy theorists and on top of that so we could watch sports all day together which is um kind of what uh you want to do as a kid with a grandparent and my my real uh, grandfather uh, that would watch a lot of sports Vern Dickhouse um he liked to watch sports but with the mute on because he didn't like the commentary. He liked to provide his own commentary. Okay. Um, but he wasn't a very talkative guy. So it'd be like, mainly you're just sitting there 
in silence watching an NBA game where me and me and Grandpa Bill, we would watch with a, with a sound on. We'd be making fun of the commentators the whole time, calling them jackasses and wahoos and, and uh, jackwads and whatnot. Um, and then also, I feel like Bill Burr already has that anger that, that a grandfather needs, you know, like, like, oh, you know, you didn't know granddad when he was younger. He was much, he was much harsher. And like, he softened up for you grandkids, that kind of thing. But he still has that anger in there of one of those grandfathers that got his ass kicked every day of his childhood. Like when he grew up in like an immigrant, you know, uh, neighborhood in like an Eastern seaboard steel town kind of thing, you know, and be like, complain about every day I went to school like oh the Polish kids kicked my ass the fucking Italian kids kicked my ass so then you got it easy you little son of a bitch you know that kind of um and I don't know why but that feels comforting to me because both of my grandfathers never spoke like that to me they just you know they didn't say all that much they'd just be like ah you're you're a cute little kid sit there and watch sports with me that was it so um I I kind of yearn for like a like a tough guy yeller grandpa a little bit. And Bill Burr would fill that box uh, spectacularly, I think, for me. So So you're telling me what you want most in a grandpa is someone to fill your box. (laughs) Exactly. Sorry, check the box. I said fill the box. I meant to say check. Uh, Uh, Is he the the guy that made you feel contiguous? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I would also venture to guess Bill Burr is probably a contiguous as well. <laughs> contiguous. Like he, like he probably just be like Hawaii is a stupid place. It's just to launch missiles and fucking have white people do pretty weddings and that's it. You know? Yeah. There's a big white Lotus vibe yeah. <laughs> from that state, mm-hmm. but that's kind of white people's fault. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that's enough to push you over the edge for this stare down. I'm giving it to Nathan three points for Mr. Carlin. Yeah. I apologize, Mitch, but that is zero. For you as we move on to our number threes. But as we are, and I'm in the spirit of giving, yep. I am going to give you Tom Hanks. He is not. Ah, damn it. The grandfather. I wish I will put one. I'm going to call him Mr. 80s and Mr. 90s right now. Mm. And then I'll drop another clue next round. Kevin Costner. No, Nathan. Number three. <laughs> uh, Tim Russert. <laughs> Tim Robbins. His Tim name, Allen. His name is not Tim. Oh, Ooh, okay. that his name is not Tim. Uh, tr- tr- Trim Allen. No. <laughs> Sorry. Trim Allen would be a great name to log into Pornhub with. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm Trim Allen. Tell me your Toy Story. Number three. <laughs> what do you have, Nathan? Uh, I, I'm going with the Zen Master, Phil Jackson. Oh, okay. I can see. This is this is a dream come true for no. you. Yeah, this, this is, is a terrible, terrible choice. <laughs> Bill Jackson's not even a father, right? He's a father. He has kids? Yeah. Well, he's an absentee father, I guess. Okay, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> um, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Phil, Phil Jackson, when I would, uh, as a little kid, Phil Jackson, you could, somebody you could shoot baskets with. But he would, I would hope so. He would, but he would want he would want you to do it outside the box. He would want you to mm-hmm. he would he would be he wouldn't be about like oh you have to you have to use correct form and you have to do you know a lot of it would be you have to visualize you have to think do I really want the basket to to go <laughs> the ball to go in the basket uh, he would he would uh, give you some mind expanding drugs most likely as soon mm-hmm. as you turn thirteen mm-hmm. and uh, he would just encourage you to find your true inner self. And lead you to the NBA Finals year <laughs> after year after year. Eleven. How many? Wait. How many rings does he have? He has Nine? thirteen rings. Thirteen NBA championship rings. Is that the Two. most? Is that the most? Is that the most in the NBA for a coach? 
uh, no. for a coach. Oh, he has, coach? He, has a, he has 11 as a coach, which I believe you know, Red Auerbach might. No, Red Auerbach doesn't have 11. It's a lot. He has yeah. a lot of fucking NBA rings. He has two as a player with the New York Knicks in the early 70s, yeah. uh, despite all the drugs. Yeah. Uh, six with the Bulls and then unfortunately five with the Lakers. Here's one thing I love about Phil Jackson, though. He literally left the Lakers because he was so sick of Kobe Bryant. And then he came back just to prove a point <laughs> that he, that Kobe couldn't win without him. And they <laughs> won again. Um, but I hate the Lakers and I, my heart broke when Phil went there. But that doesn't mean he wouldn't be a good grandfather. So he wants you to think out the box. Uh Make things go around. Does he make you sit around in triangles in the living room during Christmas? <laughs> Absolutely. Even when it became outdated and archaic and no longer works in the modern NBA, he would make me run the triangle offense. They didn't talk about him in Adam Sandler's Hustle, so therefore I don't know anything else about him. <laughs> you watched The Last Dance? I, that's the only reason I know about triangle offense. So, <laughs> Moving on. Mitch, what do you have for number three? Yeah, I think also Phil Jackson is just incredibly lucky that Michael Jordan got plopped in his lap. So um, I think any coach could have coached Michael to a championship. So I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to take a hot take. Well, guess and what? I, set on I will never know. I, 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 uh, I actually agree with that. But we're not talking about good coaching. We're talking uh, about true. good yes. grandparenting. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Um, so and you think a grandparent would? No, never mind. I, I, I won't. I, I won't go there with it. Um, I, I would get too pedantic uh, in, into sports um, uh, action here. My number three. <clears throat> Sorry for the delay, uh, but it will be just a little bit longer. Um, <laughs> my number three is a hold on one second. Mm. Mm. Numero tres, um, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> well, the wait was worth yep. it, folks. Uh, yep, Colonel wow. Sanders. He is my oh, he's my warm fuzzy grandpappy. What I love about Colonel Sanders. And why he makes such a good grandpappy is that he got his chicken money late in life. So he is not some longtime uh, curmudgeon rich guy who's been having to hoard and protect his fortune forever. He got his his freaking stacks of cheddar late in life. So he'd be happy and ready to spend it on me, his little grandbaby. Um, so he's taking me uh, to the water park. He's taking me to the horse races, of course. He, and he's already dressed for the horse races, white suit. I mean, that's perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's taking me go-karting. We're playing golf as well. Um, he'd probably have to take the jacket off for a round of golf. But um, he reminds me of, he's like the Steve Jobs of, of grandfathers. Like he wears the same thing every day. That white suit is just so iconic. Uh, the the, uh, the black ribbon tie, um, the glasses, the beautiful, beautiful thick mane of white hair. Where do you think I got it from? Um, and <laughs> grandpappy. Also, could you imagine like you're on the way to you know races at at, at the at the local uh, horse park, and you're like, you know what? Let's grab some chicken on the way. Pull in, whoop, free chicken all the time. Buckets of chicken whenever you want them, wherever you want them. Um, also, a lot of gravy. I do like. KFC gravy. It's very good. It's high quality for a fast food place. Um, so granddaddy uh what's colonel sanders first name harlan harlan oh my that's see that's even more perfect granddaddy harlan always has gravy in the fridge for you um, <laughs> just a freezer full of <laughs> quarts of gravy yeah and like i just i just think that he's so joyful he's appreciative of his idea finally taking off 
And guess what? He would love me so much, he would tell me the seven herbs and spices. And that would be the greatest gift I could ever receive. It's 11 herbs and spices. 11. Did I say? That's what I said, 11. Yes. Didn't I say 11? Yeah. yeah seven. Seven's seven half of 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. The one, the word at least. <laughs> um, and I think also um, anywhere in the South, you, you'd, you'd feel like you, you were traveling with the king, you know? Because mm. um, everyone loves KFC. And... Um, yeah, I just think uh, I can just imagine uh, pressing my little cheek against that 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 soft that soft chicken belly of his. You know, as you give him a big old hug, you know, and then he's like, "Ah, you put gravy on my suit." But he goes to his closet; he's got eighty more white suits ready to go. Do you know that the KFC mm-hmm. official Twitter account only follows eleven people? Wow. The five Spice Girls and six guys named Herb. That's fantastic. Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's fantastic. So kudos to the marketing team. That's great. There. That is pretty great. That's very wow. good work. Very good work. No, um, it's sad. I know that. Now. <laughs> I'm, I am really glad that I do. Yes. Yeah. It's an amazing fact. But, uh, I mean, Harlan Sanders. Yeah. That is a great grandpappy name. Yeah. It's perfect. And, oh, God. Think about this. You could eat. Only extra crispy, extra crispy chicken skin for the rest of your life. You would never have to actually have a piece of chicken. Now you're talking. You would just have access to the truck (laughs) and just grab a piece of the skin. Go play basketball, work it off, come back and then finish off that bucket and then feed the chicken to the chickens out back. Yeah. And and I could tell him like Grandpappy never bring the corn home. I never want that corn from KFC because it's so disgusting. <laughs> do you remember the time we went to KFC just to get that double decker sandwich? I do the double the, down baby? The double down where yeah. the bread was chicken deep fried yes. chicken breast. Yes, and it was the bacon good. and cheese in the middle. That was the sandwich. It was a quality sandwich, and it didn't make me feel terrible. No, it was good. the bowls. On the other hand, oh, those bowls are trash they but are, they fill me up they do. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i'm going to kfc for at the end of the day one of my one of my favorite jimmy car bits is talking about kfc and he's like it's a pretty big jump from plate to bucket <laughs> but it's not that far from bucket to trough <laughs> <laughs> that is very true um unfortunately for you nathan i do not think that you will be able to beat Harlan Carlin. Harlan Carlin. Harlan Carlin. Harlan Carlin. Harlan Carlin. There's my Freudian slip for today. Uh, <laughs> I will be giving three points to Colonel Sanders. Yep. I'll be giving one point to Phil Jackson because I have nothing else to say on the matter. <laughs> um, oh, Michael Douglas. I would say one of those names is correct. Oh, my God. Gosh, Kirk I'll, Douglas. I'll give you- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I know. Michael Keaton. That is five points for yes! Mitch. Michael Keaton Woo! is written on the grandpappy yeah. posted of mystery. Is that is that all because of uh, Night Shift? Uh, I do like that movie. Yeah, it it's a fun one. I like Gung Ho. Oh, Gung Ho's also great. It yeah. doesn't really, it's a little racist. Yeah, a little racist. Yeah, a little racist. Uh, but, but Night Shift is fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Nathan, have you seen Night Shift? I don't know what we're talking about. Michael Keaton and Henry Winkler run a brothel out of a mortuary at night. Yes. Sold. Yes. yes. I am in. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is fantastic. Uh, everyone, pause this podcast, go watch Night Shift, come back to hear Nathan's number two.
And <laughs> here's my number two. Uh, this is my first grandma on the list. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, we're getting a little uh, little boner heavy yeah. here. Dame <laughs> Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench. We like Judy Dench. We do. I think everybody does. Now, I once saw Judy Dench in person. This does, this has nothing to do with why she'd be a good grandma, but I will tell How you this. How far away? I was about 10 feet away. Oh, that's, that's, okay. that's pretty close. That's about three and a little bit more than that yards. The true. <laughs> that's true. Three and a third yards. I like how we're talking about Dame Judy Dench, and we still use another <laughs> unit of imperial measurement yeah. to figure out how far away he was from but, the dead. Uh, but, well, what I was going to say is she was one of the shortest people I have ever seen in <laughs> my entire life. Heard. She is minuscule. She is probably, I don't know, 62 centimeters tall. <laughs> she, is, she is tiny. I saw her like she had just finished. She was in some play with, I think it was with Daniel Radcliffe. I have no idea what it was, but it had like just finished and there was this throng of people. And I was like, okay, we're looking at somebody famous. And I go up and I'm a tall guy, so I have no trouble seeing over everybody. And I'm, it took me like, 35 seconds i'm like i don't know who we're looking at here because she was that small <laughs> and then and then finally i see this little tiny head with gray hair floating around and i'm like oh my god it's judy dench oh my god. yeah she is and she, she's like one point probably four or five yards tall something like that so <laughs> yeah other than her effect of uh, of her ability able to sneak into s- small areas quickly for you what else makes her a good grandma well the fact that she commands such presence i mean the woman is a titan of the big screen she fills up a room with her charisma and her talent despite the fact that she is tiny and uh a strong motherly figure is what i need for my grandmother somebody who's not going to take any shit somebody who's going to be uh nominated for oscars for playing two different queens which is pretty cool she was nominated for an oscar for playing queen elizabeth the first in shakespeare in love even though she was only on screen for eight minutes I think that beats Viola Davis. I think Viola Davis had 11 minutes in doubt. And she was only in, she was only in one scene yes. in doubt, but it was longer. But honestly, yeah, I, it was a little weird that she won an Oscar for that movie. Um, uh, it's rigged. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, those damn but, Oscar refs. <laughs> but uh, enough with the prestige nonsense and the Shakespearean stuff and the training and the awards and whatever. Get to Best Mary Gold Hotel. Talk about it. Let's go. <laughs> She, specifically the character of M in the James Bond movies is why I want her to be my grandma. I would love to do that, like take... Take your uh, grandson to work day and go to MI6 headquarters and then get wrapped up in some ridiculous uh, espionage mission with James Bond. I want to be able to ride around in the Aston Martin whenever I want. And uh, then I want to also take her to grandparents day at school and uh, (laughs) be like, oh, hello, this is my grandfather. He's a he's a cobbler. And my grandfather invented the telegraph. But then I'd be like. Oh, here's my grandma who runs the fucking secret service. (laughs) (laughs) That would win. She has has ordered the death of thousands of terrorists. (laughs) And several Americans. Yeah. Do they they even have coffee at MI6 headquarters? Just scotch. Just scotch. Okay. (laughs) And tea. And that's right, yes. Scotch and tea, yes. Scotch and tea. 
Which would be a great name for a second podcast. Well, no, it was Scotch, Scotch and Coffee was the name of a radio show that Mitch and I did back in our DePaul days. Yeah, back That's in what college. I'm saying. We're bringing it back with a little bit of a English flair. I love it. Scotch, yeah. Scotch and tea. Scotch and tea. Scotch and titty. Sorry. Dare I say those accents are pretty good? Yeah, oh, a- absolutely. Nathan will be able to. <laughs> they didn't sound Australian at all. <laughs> <laughs> 62 centimeter tall Dame Judy Dench. Good choice. But Mitchell, who do you have for number two? I have a, what will be um, a step grandmother. So you don't know her very well. You meet her when you're a little older, um, but she's really cool, you know, and that would be Aubrey Plaza. I think she, <laughs> Are any of your people of age to be grandparents? <laughs> Jesus. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're celebrities who could be my grand. They don't all have to be grandparent aged. I'm, I'm thinking out of the box here, baby. Just okay. like Phil Jackson taught you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Other than Colonel Sanders, I think everyone's been below 50 years old. Aubrey Plaza in her 30s. So it's like. Oh. I think Bill Burr's in his 50s. Well, regardless, she will be a great, creepy step grandmother who dresses in a lot of black, you know. Um, I guess step grandmother would work for for Aubrey. Yes, married yeah, yeah. in that. Okay, I think sure. this worked. I'll, yeah. I'll allow it. Yes, um, and her her house is like she keeps the shades drawn a lot, you know, um, and she'll have by far the best collection of cat skeletons of anyone I'll know. Anyone, and it, it'll be in the basement, and also she'll have another little uh, collection of squirrel skeletons up in the attic. They get <laughs> in, they can't get out. Um, but the best one. The best. I was going to say I've seen skeletons. I've seen some pretty good ones. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I get it. I get it. Uh, but she's and of course the cat skeletons are were all former pets too. You know, and it turns out she, it's like homemade cat food she'd been feeding them. Just have a little bit of arsenic. So it turns out she's been doing Munchausen's by proxy syndrome to her own cats the whole time as a step grandma. This is why she's cool. You know, this is why she's <laughs> yeah. this is she's great. Yeah. Yeah, she's fascinating. It's 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 one of those grandma's houses you go and you're not sure if you'll like be safe there the whole time, but that's what's exciting about it as a kid. Um, she allows you to do whatever the hell you want. It's kind of like George Carlin, where she's like, You don't have to listen to me or anyone else. Do what you want, be who you want to be. Um, dance how you want to dance, you know, say as many cuss words as you want. That's what I like the most, um, as her, as her, uh, step grandchild. And also I can imagine Aubrey Plaza, Aubrey Plaza loving, just making a meal out of pranking her grandchildren, you know, like she's going to put, you know, skeletons that fly out of the, the, uh, the fridge, classic snakes in a can, that's going to happen. Um, she's going to pretend to be dead in the middle of the living room a number of times. <laughs> uh, she like, she oh, will have, man. like, practice to slow her heart rate down so you can't get a pulse. And then, you know, you got to call the EMT, and then she'll get up and be like, and then prank me from behind, that kind of thing. So she's just going to have a good time with it, and I never know where it's going to go. Um, and, um, her, she'll only make casseroles too. So you'll never know what's in the casserole kind of thing. Everything's a mystery. Um, and I think, I think, um, you know, I think, um, and she's a step grandma. So that means it's what, that's no blood relation, right? That means your grandfather had a grandma who died or a wife who died and then married Aubrey Plaza. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't feel guilty if I thought she was kind of cute too a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) My question is... Shoot, shoot. How... Be careful. How close... 
I mean, uh, we had a conversation about serial killers. 0.75 yards. <laughs> serial killers <laughs> off mic earlier today. Mm-hmm. Yep. How how big is the leap from, not from plate to bucket, but, <laughs> from, but from Munchausen by proxy from cats to kids? See, and, and, and that's what she always gives. She lets us eat whatever we want. And, you know, you're like, this candy should taste just like molasses and corn syrup. Maybe a little caramel, but just something a little off, you know. But, um, but you get to, but you get to eat as much of it as you can. So probably not that big of a leap. <laughs> so your choice, yep, of anybody in the world who could be the best grandparent. To it's you, just fun. It's just a fun time over there. Not knowing whether or not you're going to be murdered as a grandchild. Well, you, you don't. As a grandkid, I don't know that she's doing the Munchausens by proxy when it's happening. Like that. That's something we find out. Way down the road, you know, at, so. at the trial. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and like you don't ask questions of why she has so many cat skeletons in her. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't basement. think to ask about that. No, that would, well, it's yeah. just completely yeah. normal. Yeah, I want to give you one point so bad, but this does sound like it would be very interesting. It would be very interesting. But yeah. the fact that you may die means I can only give you two points for that's this fine. round. That's fine. I mean, that's just just the way it's going to happen. And uh, Nathan. For M, you're getting three. I got to mm. do it. But we're going back to our number ones. Is, is it for M or is it for Judy Dench? That's the, right? You, you, you get so caught up with these roles these actors are playing, you know? <laughs> I know you're digging yourself a, a big hole. I know you did get the uh, five extra I did. points, I did. but you are a little bit behind on the, the normal tally. So I'll actually give you the floor for your number one first. Mitchell, who do you? I mean, this one should come as no surprise to anyone. And yes, for the in-the-box thinkers, this person is of grandparent age. All right, Brian? So it's going to fit into your nice little Finally. your nice little uh, story here you're trying to tell yourself. Um, I mean, come on. Number one. Who is it? Ever, let's just say it all together. Three, two, one. Jeff Bridges, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, that's the number one grandfather, the dude himself. Okay. He lives, he lives in, in Montecito. He's not in LA. He's cool. He's off in his own. He's got an orchard for a backyard. He's got land uh, uh, to lose, actually. He's got so much land, he wouldn't mind giving some of it up. Uh, and beautiful house. Um, he's warm. He, he loves loves to give you a big old hug when, when you get there. And you'd be like, Granddad. You'd be like, hey. You know, his, his little, uh, that wasn't a good Jeff Bridges, but like, you know, <laughs> hey there, buddy. I, I we'll just doing? say your, Eng- your English Australian was better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, also, as a small kid, I would love to play dress up in his closet. I mean, the sweaters, the the, the jelly sandals, the comfy uh, pajama pants abound. You have been modeling your wardrobe <laughs> off of him for two decades anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, you just described your own closet. It would yeah. just be an extension of your own closet. That's true. That's true. Um, but so I think we would have a great time together. Um, you know, he'd probably give me my first glass of wine, that kind of thing. He's a cool grandpa. He loves tossing on the records. Um, what else? Oh, and then also he'd let me chug jazz darts with reckless abandon. So Jazz darts? Jazz darts. Blunts, joints. Oh, the good grass, baby. The devil's lettuce. Yeah, the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. And uh, he'd be like, you know, jazz darts. I've never heard that. (laughs) No, I was very confused. Am I a square? (laughs) My brain immediately went to lawn darts, and I'm like, why are you eating those? (laughs) Uh, I mean, to be clear, I did make up that phrase for this. Yeah, yeah. trust me, we know. (laughs) Um, 
but I think that like, you know, he would love to just hang out by the fire, you know, again, chug joints and then just chug joints, smoke some beers, (laughs) (laughs) all that good stuff, Uh, all, all that good stuff. And I know he just beat cancer. Yes. So um, he would be so, so appreciative to have his grandkids around. And he, he'd, he'd always have, he'd, he'd be like, hey, hey, little buddy, come here. I got grandpa's secret snack closet. And you'd be like, what? He'd be like, yeah, over here, man. And then, you know, it'd be like, best California almonds are here. We got cookies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> almonds is what I want from a grandparent, not a fucking soft Ore- chocolate Oreos, chip cookie. Oreos. You'd have Oreos, that kind of thing. Um, fancy candies. Like a buddy of his who he met in the East Village in the early 80s, you know, who runs a candy shop now. He's got that in there, you know. Did um, you hear his, uh, Bill Hader recently say the conversation he had with Jeff Bridges backstage at SNL when he was having a panic attack? Oh, yes, yes. yes. I, I, I've what heard did that. Jeff Bridges that, call the anxiety? That, that, that. That's your buddy, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to put your arm around that and embrace it. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's the, that is the dude abiding right there. And that brings you to my next point is that he would give incredible advice too. Uh, if you're like, Grandpa, I don't know how to – I'm nervous about asking out uh, this, this kid in my class. And he'd be like, you know, just give it a shot. Roll the dice, you know. Chug a joint. That, that might make it easier. I like how you kept that non-gender specific because he'd be supportive either way. Exactly. Grandpa exactly. Bridges. I love that. Exactly. All right. Number one, Nathan. Uh, beat the dude. Let's go. Well, nobody can beat the dude, yes. I, I admit. But I chose this, my number one, for purely selfish reasons. Good. I went Scotty with- Scotty Pippen. No. <laughs> I, would, I would be fine with Scotty as my grandpa. Uh, but no, I went, I'm going with the fucking queen. I just, <laughs> I want the queen to be my grandma. and then The actual Queen Elizabeth. The queen. Queen Elizabeth II. Yes. And that then, old racist uh, bag of corgis? I said, well, that, there <laughs> Old racist bag of corgis. There, there's number one reason. I get endless access to as many corgis as I want. And corgis are fucking cute, okay? They are cute. They are absolutely adorable. I had the opportunity to pet a corgi in the not too recent past. Well, yeah, that, because grandma that, has a whole sack of them. That, that, that corgi is now, has, has literally in the few weeks since I pet it, that corgi has passed away, which is very oh. sad. But, oh, he's got the touch of death. Yeah. <laughs> but corgis are, are amazing and you have endless corgis and you you can you can go to any fucking castle you want at any time like how, your your first dates are always going to be like oh yeah we went to we went to the movies uh, and then he took me to a fucking castle <laughs> pretty good pretty good you also have endless amounts of money like you just you just can't run out yep um and and I don't I don't want to be like in line for the throne. I don't want to be one of those grandparents. I want to be the one who's like 73rd in line for the throne. That's yeah, like, no a, real power. you know, like the last child of the last child, just all the way away. So nobody knows your name. You're not in the tabloids, but you just have access to unlimited personal power forever for the rest of time. And you get to have those awkward, horrible Christmas mornings where you're playing some terrible parlor game at Sandringham Castle with all of your inbred family that (laughs) doesn't actually have any warmth towards each other whatsoever. That, I admit, would be a drawback. But just, 
You can drive any car you want. You can go to any country you want at any time. You can have private jets. You own most of you, the country. You so own most of the country. That's a plus. You never have to get a real job. You have to do pretend military service at some point. Sure, whatever. You don't need a passport. Yeah. You take out a five pound note and say, uh, yeah. my grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can... You're in the military, but just to learn to fly a helicopter for photo opportunities. <laughs> like, what a patriot this boy is. And <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I, we know absolutely nothing about this woman's personality. She's just had to be. Because there uh, isn't one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there might be, but she has never shown it to anyone. So I don't yeah. know if she'd be a good grandmother, but she would be have a, a great grandmother to have. That is Very fair true. enough. That is I, fair enough. I, I'm imagining on a on a you know, which just happens a lot, a rainy day in England, and you know, you're going out to the field to uh play with your corgis and to ride a horse or something. And I imagine you as a you know, as a younger person in you know, like a yellow raincoat, because she always wears her raincoats and her bonnets, whatever, and then she, and her being like, Oh, Nathan, your hair is so long. Like <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you tie it up and get it under your rain bonnet, please? You know, and and, and you're in your little like matching yellow raincoat with your big. She wears the big rubber boots too. She likes the, the those, wellies. The wellies, the yeah. Wellies. yeah. And you're you're trotting out there with her. I think I'm I'm seeing that. I'm imagining it, and I'm liking that image a lot. It's so. a beautiful little picture. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, that brings us to the end of our game, and I need to score this out. Yep. Mitch, of course, did get the Michael Keaton bonus, which he is. I checked of age, a ripe old age of seventy years old, will make a great grandpa, but. Keaton 70? Keaton is 70. Wow. That's... The man's ageless, let's be honest. The man yeah. is ageless, and he is Batman. Now, mm-hmm. score this out. Mitch, with that bonus, you did get a healthy lead. Yep. Nathan, you totaled at 13 points, because you guys both got three points for your number ones. But Mitch, you got 15 points because of that bonus. So 15 to 13, our first game back. <laughs> You know how much as it pains me to crown Mitch the victor. <laughs> yes. He did earn it today. Yes. I love grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much. Just want to give them a hug. Take, Speaking take their of candy. Uh, another man who is of age to be my grandfather, Bruce Springsteen. All right. Fast five out of context Bruce Springsteen lyrics that make me do a double take. Number five, I'm going down 1985. Title's already suggestive enough. I go to put my arm around you and you give me a look like I'm way out of bounds. Mm. Not great, but the song, as we learn, is about somebody who's ready to break up with him. So she's just not into him anymore. So in context, it works. These other ones, even in context, I'm a little worried about. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, Thunder Road, 1975. The screen door slams, Mary's dress sways, like a vision she dances across the porch as the radio plays. That's very nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're all right. Oh, and that's just all right with me. Eh. Uh, It's kind of a backhanded compliment. (laughs) We're not feeling too great about that. Yep, yep. Number three, we're starting to go a little worse here now. We're on I'm on Fire, 1984. Okay. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave you all alone? Oh. Not great in or out of context. Moving on to number two. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not done. It gets worse. Did he leave you all alone? Tell me, baby, is he good to you? And can he do the things that I do? Oh, no, I can take you higher. I've got a bad desire. I'm on fire. Correct. I remember that song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number two, Rosalita, 1973. Uh, you don't have to call me Lieutenant Rosie. 
and I don't want to be your son. The only lover I'm ever going to need is your soft, sweet little girl's tongue. And Rosie, you're the one. Mm. Not great. <laughs> Not great. Number oh, one. The boss. What was it with, with, with guys in the 70s and just... <laughs> Just honking after fourteen-year-olds. <laughs> it's because they had the cool cars, man. They yeah, thought it was good. I suppose not great. This is that we're gonna end uh, with Thunder Road again. Oh boy, nineteen seventy-five. My car's out back. If you're ready to take that long walk from your front porch to my front seat, the doors open, but the ride ain't free. Oh, Whoa. not Whoa. great. And I can't wait to hear how my dad responds <laughs> to this one. But hey, we got to take a real hard look at our heroes sometimes. <laughs> so well, don't we, folks? And that is this week's edition of Uber Cinco. Joining me in the same room has wow. been Nathan Henninfent and Mitch Brinkman. And of course, I've been your big wet boy, Brian Ernst. And as Bizbear always says, just sleep with the fan on. Your comfortability and sleep is worth that dry throat in the morning. Avita Zane and adios. It's true. I always sleep with a fan on. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Ass, grass, or cash. No one rides for free. <laughs> You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash UBK Studios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. Yeah.